0: Welcome to another episode of the Self-Consciousness Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Way. I wish you could see me right now. I'm really, really throwing some emotion and gestures behind this. Maybe you could feel it in the sound. Who knows? I am so excited to share this episode with you today. This is really just a call with my friend. Um, I invited Patrice Boydbella uh, to come onto the show because he is my most famous friend and that's what you do when you start a podcast. So just in case you didn't know, you heard it here first. Uh, Patrice and I met many, many years ago, uh, over 20 years ago, um, when I interned for Beauty Productions. And he was a cast member on Road Rules. Um, For anyone who's old, you might remember it. If you're not, look it up. Um, It's where all your reality TV show was born from. Shows can't speak. Thanks for joining us. I hope you'll stick around. It's pretty funny. Talk to you soon. See you inside. up on wikipedia so that i could formulate some kind of intro and i was like oh he's an actor tv yeah. presenter yes. model oh Rhea. yeah but i added reality tv show veteran
1: um yeah it. that sounds weird doesn't it <laughs> i mean Patrice, specifically when yeah but how it do you seems say your re- last
0: name again boy, boy um, I'm
1: well right. it's 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 difficult now saying it with someone who's but usually people Call me Patrice, like just the way that you do it, because they assume that I'm like American or anything like that. So it's funny because I've been named after Patrice Lumumba, which is like a former African prime minister. Um, and so I grew up rather having kind of a French um, way of, of of saying my first name. Um, but, you know, I, I tend not to correct people anymore when they give me this American thing.
0: Oh, like um, Patrice. No,
1: but but Patrice. having no in in, in having that, that, that type of resignation which I have here in Germany it's kind of funny that it's been a while that I had to talk to someone who's not German about my last <laughs> name. So, you know in my mind I would I would try to explain people how to pronounce it in a German way. So now it really freaks me out of of trying to find an angle how to explain it to you because either way it should be wrong. Um <laughs> But then write at the same time. Um, Well, if you would go fancy pants, uh, the the, the French way, it would be like, (laughs) Boué di Bella.
0: Like, you know, like, oh,
1: yeah, that would be like the French way. Uh, But I'm just happy if Germans would say, Boué di Bella, which of course sounds much harsher. That's what uh, German in general seems to sound to so many people out there. And in English, I don't really know. I think like, Boué di Bella, I. I, I I just feel I just feel like whoever tries it outside uh Germany or fr- uh, France it, it's 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 kind of a tongue twister um but uh, it's you a, know
0: I used to have a last name sort of similar well not really but for Americans difficult to pronounce
1: you, but you know what Oh, no, actually, no. I just realized that I, yeah, I, I switched over to your name in my, my context, so I have your new yeah. name. Yay.
0: But, but the
1: minute you said that, I was like, yeah, well, what's the other name than Bobot? It was Bochbot. Buch, it was Bobbot. Buch, but it it's sounds hard, more I, Arabic I, than Hebrew. Yeah.
0: I know. Well, because it's, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a Berber. It's a Berber last name. It's Bochbot. Bochbot means man with like a little extra like tummy. Basically my are you last kidding me this is like, a, this,
1: this like it's two syllables and you just make a whole sentence out of it that's what i love the most when you can when you can manage just to make out of a sound like a whole story like my name is e what's e e is the one who climbed that mountain in order to catch the stars but defeated the sun and came back with love
0: yeah e. exactly Simple as that so much so much in the name it really is. Well, what what's your, do you have a, does your last name mean something?
1: Um, It does, but what I'm does trying not to, but I'm trying not to That's mix okay. it up too much. No, because uh, my whole name is Patrice, Batola, Minamona, Bela. So all together, like four names. And um, if I, if I remember correctly, because I hadn't, I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> It's, it's really weird the older you get the less you just you, you become less egocentric and in and, and, and fed up of like explaining yourself so you don't have the <laughs> habit anymore seriously i just realized like why by while talking to you uh but it was my experience that's what it's supposed to mean that's what it's supposed to mean so I, like I'm, I'm very uh it's like really thin ice and i'm walking on right now but apparently it just means my experience now i don't want anyone i don't want anyone being like Oh, this one time you said that your name means now it's actually quite the opposite is Patrice,
0: This is this is not a large audience. I'm just letting you know.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It always chances are, chances I mean, this is how the bad stories always begin. Oh well I I I, I didn't know. I mean seriously, I, I truly believe there will be less Karen's if they would actually understand <laughs> that this can turn out to be a huge story.
0: I'm like Patrice. Don't worry. No one's gonna hear this. I promise. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Dude, no one's gonna hear this. I'm just kidding.
1: We, yeah, but these days, but these days, it, it's it's anyway. Yeah. I mean, the, recalling that out of which media age we've met, or okay. uh, and and how it got developed. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Sometimes, I mean, I just had the discussion yesterday about influencing or what an influencer means, yeah. and 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 it's such a variety of things that you can say about an influence i mean there used to be a time where you called them uh testimonials or ambassadors or whatever but it really can be that you just have a discussion between like two people and it just got leaked or released somewhere and it just has like a massive impact uh at the same time you can talk to an audience of a million and do nothing because like people yeah seriously because people just yeah. They, they hear you, but they don't understand you and they don't really see the impact. And and sometimes, I mean, how many celebrities on um have been a part of the cancel or have been victim of the cancel culture because about something they tweeted 10 years ago yeah. and about something that nobody really paid attention anymore. And all of a sudden the right person or maybe even the wrong person just uh, heard anything about it. And then it became an issue. So... Um, I think it's, it's...
0: I mean, I hope we're living in a world where you explaining your last name does not come back to haunt you. Oh,
1: so do I. So do I. (laughs) But, but it just, but it just led to this idea, again, with someone that I know now for so many years, already, this Mm -hmm. is also quite, um, amazing knowing, like, when, when when did did we met i think like in 97 already yeah the first time that yeah. i was in the us That was in 97.
0: 1997 so. everybody so i've known patrice for a very long time more than half my life ew
1: yeah spooky isn't it
0: it's so weird because so patrice for so just to kind of give a full sort of backstory um
1: wait a minute you kids are out of, out of college already no
0: <laughs> Got Okay, okay. Like I, just, I, I just I just I just
1: want I just want to make sure that it's not that long. All right, great. I know, like
0: were they our age? Are they now the age we were when we met? Um, but so I interned for Road Rules, MTV's Road Rules. I don't know if anyone listening remembers this show. Um, and Patrice was a cast member. Patrice was on season three of the European season, and um I was I mean like i was starstruck (laughs) like for me this you're you're like you're a big deal (laughs) like you're i mean you're still kind of you're you're a big deal in germany and like like, no
1: i'm still i'm still kind of a big deal yeah 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 so i'm
0: i'm and we're so lucky and we're so grateful (laughs) that you decided to spend an hour with
1: me yeah but i had no idea once again i'm from germany and roll rules all this reality uh tv formats didn't really exists in Germany so we didn't have a kind of a relationship towards it um before you uh, before you carry on with the uh, yeah. your part of the story this is why I was so surprised when once I met Kuba Jr. in Berlin he was there for the film festival the Berlinale and um that was about the time that he got nominated for um the Oscar for um uh, what was it Jerry Maguire yeah yeah show me the money
0: I remember that uh yeah I remember and- this story too go ahead
1: yeah, and and I was and I was like absolutely, I was starstruck because hey, that's the guy from Boys in the Hood, yeah. um, and it also like just thinking about that that the even the the director passed uh passed away, so that's, that's also high. that kind of weird, John yeah, Hamilton. yeah, and and so it was kind of weird that I met him and um and I'm told him, like my kind of backstories, you know, those kind of like chit chats you have on on parties. And and again, I told him like, oh, so great. Congratulations on your Oscar nomination. I mean, what he said, that was a different story about that. That was also like something that kind of like um, had an impact on me, but him saying like, oh, yeah, I just watched that with my wife. We love that show. (laughs) So that was was like absurd to me as a German kid. I mean, already being the German on the show, I mean, that tells a (laughs) lot about things. That was before any type of movements came up um, for that matter. But I would never have expected to be the German influencer ambassador wow. and that, that type of show. <laughs> and, and here we go. And here we are, um, decades later, talking on your podcast <laughs> by, right. via the internet. As as easy as it is,
0: crazy. I mean, it's 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 also crazy to me. I didn't realize as we were talking about this the other day. That like I didn't realize they brought the real world back on TV. And they, like, did a reunion show with the first season. And it's on, like, Paramount Plus, which I downloaded so that I could watch the Harry and Meghan interview with Oprah. Didn't work. But
1: how was it? How was the the real world?
0: It's so, it's interesting because as I was watching it, I was like, oh. I literally, in the back of my mind, I was like, okay. So they don't have a lot of footage. So there's a lot of, like, cuts between the past and the present. And it, in my mind, it was like, okay, they're like, they're doing a lot of creative editing because they don't have that much footage. Because I realized they they only got back together into the law for like one week. So they had to like stretch that out, I guess, into a season. So there's just a lot of like, for me, I'm looking at it from like a TV production standpoint. I wasn't like, because it's just them sitting around being like, oh my God, can you believe it's been so long? I can't believe it's been so, remember that fight we had? I'm like, oh God, this is like what it's become because- what I think the the world now, especially younger people, don't realize is like reality TV started with your shows. Like it started with the real world. It started with Road Rules in a way that like we had never seen before. There had been documentaries. There had been things sort of along those lines, but never as branded and like hyped up as like you know with like cool music. Like it wasn't MTVified. So like when MTV took over reality tv it just exploded into this i mean i don't even know what they're if they're still doing like challenges or but yeah it just made me feel very no they
1: didn't have they didn't have to do any challenges on the real world that was specifically for road rules and no i
0: mean like nowadays i think they might even still have like these crazy iterations of road rules that has like become like you know kill each other (laughs) like let's see who wins no i know absolutely
1: absolutely and and i must say i must say i was very surprised when i learned that uh that it was the same production company that did the Kardashians. so yeah yeah indeed and and of course i by watching i i watched this one this one episode or two no i had to watch like two episodes the only time or the first time that i saw the Kardashians was when uh kim and kanye just got together and it was amazing how they managed it just to stretch this whole episode out to the <laughs> f- fact that it's like, now Kanye on Meet the Kardashians. Oh, and okay. it's really, they stretched it out to like a one or two minute moment where kanye appears in that show and i felt like i felt so betrayed it was like seriously you just stole a whole hour of my life for just like a two minute moment so it it, which brought me nothing i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna exaggerate saying like nothing but pain but the point but the point is I was, at the same time, I was, I give you kudos. It's amazing how you guys manage it just to waste my time. And it's, that's, <laughs> that's it, it really takes a, um, a certain amount of skills just to be able to do so. Because most of the time, it's always interesting when, when people who are from those reality formats are in, in appearance and people always ask, yeah, but what is it that they achieve? What are they capable of doing? I mean, it's sometimes it's kind of funny that people have that attitude keep on talking about that and then ask themselves how come without realizing that they are by themselves the part of why this has become a phenomenon because they just start your, asking your themselves,
0: attention that's yeah that's the end that's the end game your attention but it's 2021
1: and it yeah and it's 2021 and people or specifically audience of that type of show still don't understand that so by saying that that you might not understand or I don't think that younger kids or younger viewers wouldn't get it or understand the impact of those type of shows i truly believe that to a certain degree even older ones and i include ourselves a lot of a whole generation is still not comprehending what is going on to this day with all the knowledge with the internet they still don't have a clue what media is about seriously Yeah.
0: yeah well tell us you've been you've been in and out I mean you've been hosting you've been doing interviews you've been presenting you've been doing so many things and you've managed to like I don't know I feel like you've been you've managed to kind of adapt for these last like 20 years you know and um into this like internet age
1: I said well I think like the <laughs> It's, it's, it's a weird thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel fa- like I'm
0: being, I feel like I'm being a host who's like, you're doing such an amazing job.
1: No, seriously. I I've mean, seen worse. Patrice, I've seen no, Not that you're worse so in any
0: answer. No,
1: no <laughs> that you're not, not that I would say that you're worse than any, in anything. Not at all. No, you do. You're doing <laughs> great. Not because seriously, uh, this is, um, this is what I'm getting uh, on, on a site that this is what I'm getting from Clubhouse. Um, I, I've never been as annoyed as now never before i've been as annoyed as now when i'm into any of those american rooms i mean there are different type of qualities of rooms but this is where it to me personally it doesn't work the the american rhetoric doesn't work for me because i have more my my um my impression of american culture is more as is more on a visual scale so things that i saw reader re- um either reading a comic book, watching a movie, watching a TV show, anything like that. Um, just yesterday, I just had a look uh, on on the Wheel of Fortune, which is on Netflix now. And I seriously said, like, it's not working for me at all because it's <laughs> so old fashioned. Yeah. And this is what's kind of preserved on Clubhouse. So I'm not into it. So having this talk with you, I don't feel that at all. And this is not... Um, and it's not about mm. complaining or criticizing. It's just that it's not working for me anymore because it doesn't really, it doesn't continue. I mean, it's, isn't it well, it's, funny it's that it's
0: inauthentic. That's America for you.
1: Yeah. But you know That's what? That America. was among, that, that was among one of the first things that I was most impressed of when for the first time I made it to the U.S. after road rules and I made it to the MTV office and they were doing kind of a casting or kind of a rehearsal. Um, in, in a corridor and 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 i was amazed how enthusiastic people are just for this type of casting or rehearsal which showed me that it seems to be like in the american genes just to be a a, a show um a show pony for some for some reason because oh, yeah. you have a, i mean if you make the if you make a comparison to oxford english or american english um americans are using i mean as although that english oxford english it's supposed to be the more the more sophisticated language because it's so complicated and it makes and and it's about extending a sentence uh, into infinity in order just to make a point say like what time is it at the time you are you expressing in the of-? Uh, uh americans are so much more into metaphors which to me who was um who was raised or grew up also like with the race of, of of hip-hop culture um so this is something that to me that was always working because i felt that was so so much fresher so much um more entertaining but um for so many reasons this this has changed of, of course i'm i'm always grateful for american culture and i'm still a sucker for american culture but <laughs> yes, it's, it's sometimes it's yeah, but sometimes it feels like that I'm more appreciating it than Americans themselves, because this is what, what has changed The the time that I grew up. Um, it was really about we are Americans. We are. it was not even about being American number one. It was about being, you know, we Americans, we achieve everything, everything. <laughs> now and but the rhetoric for the last four years was more like yeah the world is so unfair towards us we have to defend ourselves are oh, they're treating us bad and way and i didn't get it but at the same time still having that that, that uh, pride about it that was really weird to observe it's the same with as i just mentioned the hip-hop culture it's the same thing i mean at a time to me the the hip-hop culture was about like you know what life is shit but, but I'm going to do the best that I can just to get out of it. And I'm just going to drag all my peeps with me these times. It's just, a, it's just like, um, I mean, who we, has have two, the,
0: we have two Americas.
1: I mean, yeah, I think no, that, you have more than that. You have more yeah, than that. That's true. You have that's more true. than, because in, in modern communication, what we kind of forget is like, you always, you always talk about those people who, who even believe themselves to have an opinion, but actually they just have a mood more than an, an opinion. <laughs> But we keep on forgetting those people who really do not care at all because they have better things to do. Yeah. This is the part, and this is not only an American thing, that's like worldwide. We, we always have the tendency to judge a society or an environment just by those who are the loudest. But sometimes yeah. because of that, we, we, we lost track of those who actually even achieving things but couldn't care less about what we think about them. And they just do, they're just doing things. This is also like another uh, part of, of modern society.
0: I mean, it comes down to attention again, you know, it's like the the squeaky wheel, the squeaky wheel is gonna be the one that gets the oil. I mean, it's like when you were asking about kind of like, or when you were talking about the the American rooms, What's the difference between the American rooms in clubhouse and then the German rooms? because i've I've been in a couple of the German rooms, but obviously, I don't understand thing that's being said, so I don't get any sense of like I try to kind of get a sense of the energy in there, but um, um
1: I, I think just no by, but, but just with everything that I just said, I think um Germans have the tendency not to love uh, to 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 hate each other or hate themselves, but actually are doing it out of love. And Americans, it's a different thing. They pretend to love each other, but actually, they hate each other. Yeah. it's weird. It's I think that's what it is. It's, we always have a, uh, we always feel so bad about ourselves. It's like, well, yeah, I don't know if you care, but uh, well, at least I would like, well, you know. And Americans are like, oh my God, yes, oh great, but at the same time, like, screw you. And and that's I think that's the main difference between a German so and and an American's realm. Yeah, I mean, that could I mean, I'm just be saying why that
0: I hate all the rooms in Clubhouse because they all sound like that to me. Like, no, because I like, as Thank I said- you so much for speaking and sharing your truth. It's like you, I can hear how much you don't care in your voice. Like, don't you
1: know that? Yeah, but I love that. But I love at least that people get polite. I mean, remember, I mean, we started with talking about real world. I mean, this yeah. is like, uh, <laughs> see when people stop getting polite. Stop being polite. Um, this, this is- it has it seriously it has it advantages but it also it's, as much as it has some disadvantages it also has some advantages i mean this is what i always admired about the american culture and and, and the industry itself is because they wouldn't worry too long about some things this could be different mm. tricky in, in in some other parts but this is actually what makes them so progressive but this progression has kind of like stalled all of a sudden this is what i didn't get what happened to america uh Where I felt like, I mean, well, but you...
0: we got a reality TV president. That's literally what happened to America.
1: Yeah, but then again, you know, I my first encounter I mean, with the American culture
0: president was because he was on a TV show for eight years.
1: Of course, but also because Americans been already familiar with the fact that someone out of showbiz could be uh, personality uh, in, in politics as well. Yeah, talking about Ronald Reagan, Reagan. Yeah. Uh, Schwarzenegger, uh, yeah. Jesse Ventura, yeah, um, plenty of those. And and I think this is, but also that's something that I admire. That, that that's also something that I admire in in. Um, in american culture that at least you know it seems that everybody can go through it the only thing that i really don't get is um why people how come that americans lost the love for themselves that's what i didn't that's what i didn't understand i did
0: because they don't they've never looked they we've we've been raised in a um hypocritical culture and we don't know that we're we're like literally unaware. So we've been sort of surfing on this really sugary kind of wave that just has crashed down and we don't know who we are because it's like, oh, we have to examine the reality of slavery. Like, yeah, it's not just something you can be like, oh, but it was so long ago. Like, this is a huge issue for this country that looking at ourselves honestly we don't look at ourselves honestly. We have, you know, we're hyper puritanical when it comes to sex, right? Yet we're like the craziest porn culture ever. So it's yep. like we're, we embody both, like both polarities at the same time. And we're fucking confused. And I will even go as farther to say that most heterosexual American men are like have no idea who the fuck they should be. Um at women, I mean, oh my god. You know, we've got examples of what we're supposed to be all over the place, but we're like, it, no, I think we're finally like, let's pull back from that and just kind of be ourselves, but it's- Yeah, but I'm
1: a huge fan, but I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Um but I'm a huge fan of that. I think what happened with the Black Lives Matter's movement that also had an impact on me, not because of my skin color, but just about the approach on things. And because everybody is talking about like equal, equal, equality, equality, equality. Um, I, I say, I, I, I'm a I'm a fan of equal rights. I think this is the most important thing, having equal rights as a benchmark within the society. But then again, I feel, and this is what I admire about America because America always pretended, pretended seriously. Yeah. Pretended, not only America. pretended, but also lived through the fact that um, everything is based on the melting pot. That everything mm-hmm. has been mixed together but it was interest interesting that it was still very segregated in in yeah. terms of and and this is what i'm going for i don't because when it comes to this uh for so many reasons i really feel that the me, me too movement uh failed um because it just got moved into the the, the wrong direction because it was all about this one specific person, this one specific uh, person, Harvey Weinstein in the beginning. Yeah. And it was about the systematic, the systematic issue that we have there. Although that Hollywood is also like very, a very specific area in comparison to the rest of the world, because um, the, the, the hierarchy is so much uh, um, steeper and also so much yeah. smaller of the, of the people who are in control there. And all of a sudden they make kind of an, man versus uh, women issue out of it and that made to me no sense because to me it shouldn't be man versus woman it always should be us as people together because well, yeah. I, I because but, but patriarchy um yeah but even <laughs> like, but even the yeah but even that in every single structure like yeah but yeah but yeah. i personally i don't think i don't think i don't think that specifically a woman would make a better Boss in a company. I don't think Absolutely. this by this by gender, I don't think so. I truly believe oh, I that it's a matter of personality. But in order just to have the the chance of a personality to be developed, I think there should be an environment a, a safe environment. and this is my my opinion only you can only achieve that by uh, living diversity in order to have. Yeah a choice, something that you uh, variables that you can compare to, because if you, if you don't see the rest of a society and always just limited on one demographic, of course, there will never be a development, which is yeah. going to be helpful for the rest of it. I mean, and this, this, is is, wh-
0: this is what everything was built on. You know? Exactly. It was that but, one perspective. So like companies, team, exactly. like businesses, those were built by and for men. They were never, never intended to to create a structure that was had a sort of softer side or a balance to it it, it really it was super hyper men 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 and that's that's basically what was built on but it's like i i agree that like me too is kind of you know because we're talk we're looking at we're basically looking at a big dick and we're like wait, there needs to be more vagina around it. But it's a dick. <laughs> like it's not going to change. Absolutely. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, we need to just create completely different structures. Like I, for me, I feel like this just all needs to be torn down. I think you need, you need women. You need women of color. You need people of color creating and sort of being their own bosses, creating the images out there. And, and thankfully that's what the internet has been able to do. But there's just so many structures in place, and these and they're even in place within us. This idea of hierarchy. No one needs have. No one needs hierarchy. Like we, uh, no, we have you a need lot of technology. We there are so many things that that can be done, you know, in a more automatic way. Like we we don't need. We definitely have people who have more expansive skills. But you even see that. You you see like people. Women scientists can't even can't even get a foot in because just the environment is so toxically male. And there's really so much nuance that you just, you can't break in there. And then for women to kind of operate in that sort of cesspool, <laughs> it's like, it's just really difficult to to be able to be strong. And I also agree that, yeah, equal rights, women are just as shitty as men. Women can be even more shitty as men. It's, and it's just, yeah.
1: And I agree with everything with everything you say about this, <laughs> the the system itself but I think the the only way of changing that system is not about um uh, it's not about just like changing the heads but just like really thinking uh oh, no, they all just have about to, be to change torn the down the, and burned <laughs> no it has no the, the this is why I'm saying like the approach ha- needs to be changed because one of my yeah. uh, favorite yeah. um stories um I don't know if you're familiar with animal farm yeah you see, this is like how I see it right now. Uh, I mean, the, the, the main story is that the, the animals felt suppressed by the farmer and actually just did like a coup d'etat and got yeah. rid of the farmer. And what happened is not not a better society came up, but actually the same thing instead of the farmer, they used to be the pigs. And and, and this is how I see it when you just have, if you um, claim... George Orwell.
0: George Orwell You're right it right? was you could, extremely if, sexist and racist
1: <laughs> yeah but but still but still had a point but still had a point for that matter of course, and this is of also course. and the thing is and the thing is like to me I'm i people always consider the the compromise of losing Today, it's not, it's always, it seems to be really just the, it's just to be everything to be mm. too, so digital. It has to be either this at zero or a one, there's nothing in between. And mm. I f- think that we people, human beings are so much more, and yeah. I'm not even going to this whole spiritual thing, but we so much more than just like two opposite sides, yeah. because I also see like, because I don't want to see, to me, women are not the opposite of men, it's just a different gender for biological reasons, because the thing is like also in between women, there are harsh women, soft women, just as they are like harsh men and a soft men. And I think this is what I rather see and, and see as an expecting- advantage. Yeah, that's this exactly. This is what I I'm going for, and talking about like this, just how to teach people that it's going to be difficult because as I said before, it doesn't really matter what kind of an audience it. really seems these days that the bigger the audience are, the more disorientated people seem to be. This is why you see sometimes that people are uh, exhausted. They're they're lacking some rest. They they they're looking for something that you know they can have. I mean this all these expressions that we didn't have like 20 years ago, FOMO. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 I mean, that says it all that people have a fear of missing something out, but don't care of missing their life because they're so worried about the life yeah. of others.
0: Yeah. It, again, it's, it's that outward projection that, that like we are just watching something happen outside of ourselves. That's where our attention is going And we're not really taking a minute to kind of disconnect from that and just kind of look inward and be like, do I even agree with everything I'm seeing? You know, does this all actually make sense to me if I really think about what I, what I prefer and what I don't prefer? I want to ask you a little bit about kind of like, I mean, you've, you've essentially been a recognizable person, a celebrity.
1: And, and not only because I'm black, but not only because I'm black, I know that's an issue in America being black it's uh, you very easy recognizable for you, recognizable. if somebody's if, if it's about looking out for someone who committed a crime.
0: Oh, God, I know. I remember <laughs> the first time you, you came. So you came to, I guess it was when you were because you came to LA and that was the first time I met you and I think you had said something to me about like, you know, coming to visit Berlin. I was like, Oh, yeah, I've never been there. And, and you were like, I, I was like oh I don't I don't I'm not gonna go to Germany and you were like why and I was like because I'm a Jew <laughs> I was like hey, honestly you were the only German person I ever knew for so long and I was just like I I didn't you know I was like no I'm like Jews don't go to Germany for fun like that's a that's bad stuff like that's bad memories and you were like yeah, but it's funny you it's... were like but you said um but I'm black and I came to America and I was like Ooh. oh my god yeah boom what were you gonna say?
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just about this. Uh, I mean, I even recall this one time, the last time that I was in L.A., by the way, I think that this must have been like two, three years ago. I don't even know. To me, every day seems the same these days. <laughs> um, try to really say it's been a year already. OK, I know. got it. No, but I recall the last time that I was like in uh, in L.A. at the, uh, at the airport uh, through customs um, or immigration and this and there was a black guy behind the desk and and. He wanted to see some documents and i couldn't just like realize for 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 some reason i didn't know why something had changed i didn't have no network so i couldn't show him the document on my phone uh, so i had no wi-fi and i, I started to get nervous oh, no. and he was like yeah why and, and he was asking why are you so nervous and <gasps> then and then i had to and, and because that actually uh, raised the red flag for him. And I'm told him like, well, listen, you guys are not really known for being like the most diplomatic guys in the world. <laughs> I told him that right <laughs> in his face. And the funny thing is, and, and that was before uh, um, uh, all the, the riots started. That was like years before the riots started yeah, in the US. And, and there's this black officer who was l- laughing at me, said, like, well, I don't get it. Why? And now with the Black Lives Matters movement, I'm, I've, I, I wish I could see that guy again and ask him again. So what do you think about that now? Yeah. That would be an interesting aspect because he, to him, as an officer, he couldn't understand why I would have those kind of ideas. And, and there you go. And because... Black Lives matters is something that also we in Germany have uh, been, been, been witnessing or uh, observing and it's interesting that of course specifically in the US it doesn't really mean that all Americans know about that I mean all the the issues you have with that it's uh I mean I'm I'm not I'm not gonna start saying like well they're good people on both sides I'm not gonna be <laughs> that guy <No.
0: laughs> yeah I'm I, I mean I don't know. I mean, I think if anything, what's good about it is people who people need to be speaking up and and for people who are and even about stuff that people who think they are people like me who think they're well versed in, you know, my own sort of level of discriminatory, you know, maybe like unintentional discrimination that I that I might be putting out there or anything like that or like my own sense of racism inside, that's like, you know, it's like making everyone really stop and think about it a little bit more. And especially for white people, like this idea that, like, it's not a black person's responsibility to tell you how you're racist, <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, there was, yeah, I mean, it, I definitely saw a lot yes of conversations and no. like needed. <laughs> I definitely saw a lot of conversations that needed to happen it had to be. That's kind of how I see it. I don't, I don't agree. Like, I don't have actually an opinion about how things came about or how things were organized and who did what. I feel like this was a movement that was inevitable. It needed to happen. It needed to get the visibility and support that it did. It needed to wake people up and it needed, you know, it just kind of, but I mean, yeah, I, I I'm sure that it's definitely like shoved the needle a little bit. Um, I don't know that enough is going to change that people are going to all of a sudden be like, okay, it's, now it's time for the utopia. I think that's probably if people are waiting for that to happen, then they they don't understand that it just has to kind of start within. I mean, that's that's another thing for me. It's like yeah, everything yeah, but, you're uh, but, seeing outside is happening within you, and you have to kind of explore what that means for you personally.
1: You, yeah, but I would like to disagree with the fact that it's not a black person's job just to explain how racist someone just encountered them. Yeah. I think to a certain degree, uh, it's quite the opposite. I think it's, it's again, you cannot generalize it. Um, of yeah. course, you can expect that within the society that specific things should be set, But the thing is, um, the society is not like the perfect item. If there's anything, the only constant that you do have in life is change itself. I mean... Even take it from a take it even from a take it from a, sci- a scientific point of view. If you take the universe, I mean, why? How do we define time? We define time. A year, for example, is the 365 days that Earth needs to circle around the sun. This is what we specifically see as a returning event. This is why we have this is one year. But if we go like from the sun, if we go even further and really checking out. Are we seriously at the same very spot after 365 days? No, we're not, because it's not only the Earth which is moving around the Sun. The Sun itself is moving without, within the, uni- uh, the universe, as we know, within the, the, Milky, uh, the, the Milky Way and all of those kind of kind of things. So there's always a permanent change, and also like our life. and This is something that we should be always it's aware.
0: This is a spiral. This is spiral. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, but I think it's like also like our life is limited. So this is why always people t- tell you like, listen, you should appreciate life because one day it comes to an end. And uh, sometimes this is even like the greatest gift you can have because maybe if we will be um, um un- immortal, uh, seriously, we couldn't really enjoy life as we do as we should do it right now because we know how precious it is. And uh, so what I'm saying is like the, the development is is, is, a, is a continuous, it's, it's happening continuously. Democracy doesn't live. Uh, by the rules that are written down by the development in a society this is like from now uh, from time to time you need to do some adjustment I mean just as we just mentioned what happens in a few decades how media has changed so there's also like the behavior and the the approach or even the 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 amount of information that we're receiving and it takes some adjustment and this is uh, this adjustment doesn't really reach out to everyone in the same way so it happens that sometimes people are doing something and they're not aware of that so it takes someone else just to tell them that and uh, having like yeah. parallels to to this uh, me too movement i think um the issue that we have there is um that when women feel uh feel uh this is i mean this is why i always underline. no means no like a real no means no yeah. so if a woman doesn't want to sleep with you as a guy you have to accept that and that's yeah. that's fact you can always talk about like well there's a there's a certain degree of you know flirting seduction and all those kind of things this is also part of the issue but it's uh, specifically when this is one point with where, where it's quite official that it's a no then you have to accept that and and what I mean is this is why women specifically not only guys need to understand that, but it's also like that women at the same pod, on the same pod need to raise their voice, learning that they have a voice, that they have a value. Um, That that the same value, the the equal rights as a man just to to, to live their life and if uh, part of their life is not having that dude or that person in in, in theirs or even that close or intimate, then that's what you have to respect. This is what I'm going for within a diverse society. This other guy might think that, I, I I just even read about incels. But
0: I also need to just throw this out there just as much as we need to let women know that they need to speak up we need to fucking smack men the fuck down already because yeah, but that's that's what I just said. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. That's what I said. That's what I said. It's not only it's not angry? only no. Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's what I said. Yeah, but the thing is like if you just if you always angry, I mean this is what it is. It's just about like angry oh, people I'm then we all turn out angry. to be Karen.
0: Oh, but I feel like we we have no, but there is there's righteous anger as well. I mean what you do with the anger is a different story. You you have every right to be angry about things, but if you're going to go punch someone and hurt someone else, that's a different story. Yeah, I think but uh, everyone uh, has right to be angry. If that's an emotion that that feels like it's the next sort of
1: yeah, but repression. I think it's when it comes to when it comes to rights, the the, the issue of rights is uh, it's kind of weird. I just read for the yeah. first time in my life I heard the the term incels, um, oh, a oh group. God. Welcome yeah, to America. Yeah, I've never heard yeah, I've never heard about that before. just oh yesterday God. I read an article about it and and knowing that there's a group of men, specifically men cool. who assume yeah. who consider them having the right of sexual intercourse and therefore being rightfully angry about the fact when women are denying them any access and just give them kind of the the approval of of, of being able just to um criticize or starting hate speech again I mean, women incel,
0: incels are dangerous i mean incels yeah, but, are dangerous
1: but again but i'm just saying these it's guys- like, that's
0: that's a reality for any women who are either online or not to say that you know like everything women do online is perfect but women definitely experience verbal violence at a much higher rate than, yep. than men. Do. But but Jen,
1: the yep. point the, the the point that I would like to make on on that behavior on that behalf is um, these guys claim to have to have the right of having a sexual life. They okay. they claim to have a right, and that right, which is not granted to them, makes them angry and leads to what we just discussed, which is repulsive. Yeah. So what I'm going for is I think. They should be more aware of what they're doing and, and, and understanding that this is not right, and therefore being being more smart about it. Because I truly believe most of the guys, if they would be smart about it, less angry, they could come, up, they could achieve something which is going to be much more helpful for society, but specifically for themselves. So, in that point, that's a perfect example that doesn't lead to anything positive and it's even as as, as far as i understand again like very thin ice it is also, like very scientifically proven that the minute, as a human being, when you become angry, you're losing IQ points for, in that <laughs> particular moment because you, yeah, because yeah. like all those those uh, uh, strings in your in your brain are all all of a sudden like disconnected because you just go for an instinct for an instinct, yeah. but not I for mean, uh, a thought. That's
0: like that's like when you're driving a car and then you get really angry and then in that time period, it's really dangerous for everyone around you, including yourself, right? But if you're angry sitting at home, and you're not like operating a major vehicle, or you know, like you know, talking to other people, I think having the anger, identifying the anger, and then being like, okay, what am I going to do about it, and then like calming yourself down. But but again, it's it's about accepting the emotion, not not kind of restricting it or or punishing the emotion. It's like, okay, and this anger is what is a great fuel. Sometimes it can be great fuel, but again. You have to consider what your actions are.
1: We need to harness our anger. The thing is, it's it's yeah, a, it's exactly. it's absolutely okay to be human and and to 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 have uh, to 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 live through your emotions and to be disappointed and to be uh, agitated about thump- uh, something. Yeah. But again, this is what I see in a diverse. Uh, society that you understand that sometimes people have a different kind of opinion than you, but you should be yeah. still treating each other respectful and res- and re- being respectful to each other doesn't mean to bend your knee, but just really accepting that this is the best for yourself. So this type of compromise is not losing, but is actually winning because if if there's a woman, for example, that I'm not, uh, if I would actually all the time just making sure that I'm above her. Um, it's not helping me. It's it's not helping me in, in, in ways that it could be an advantage of if I am capable of understanding that someone is truly better in something than I am and actually following them lead, this could enrich my life so much more than always being in that, in that, in that, in that vicious circle of how can I defend my position? Yeah. So this and is why both this
0: sides, is, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, to
1: me, it's really, I think, like the approach that most people always have is that I want to take back, which is rightfully mine. I think this is the wrong approach. I really I think agree.
0: it's like. I agree. I, I like, truly
1: believe what is it that actually we can do together in action to have even more.
0: Yeah. I think if someone like, and I, I agree with you to an extent, like, I, I feel like, yes, this is absolutely where we need to be. We all need to be responsible human beings. We need to take our own responsibility for our actions and not let our emotions uh, affect one another in a violent or, you know, dangerous way. And I I do agree that, you know, eventually there is going to, we, we do have to kind of, we have to live together. I mean, ultimately that's, that's the point, right? Like we, we need diversity in, in everything, in opinions and in, in representation and, um, you know, in voices that are out there. But I also feel like, um, there's just so much that people don't accept about themselves. So they, they really just kind of use the outside world as they're like punching back. So, and, and, see- and, and again, I think men and women both do that.
1: You know and you see this is what i this is what i mean this is why i really truly believe in in how i, I don't know if like the, the 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 proper uh term for it but in german if i would trans, uh, translate it uh, that would be healthy selfishness because selfishness mm-hmm. being selfish is always considered to be very negative yeah. but the thing is like selfishness is um, These days when you go to, I mean, you've been married for for quite some time now, but if you go to all these dating portals, it's very interesting when you see all of a sudden, not really about people talking about what they're looking for, but it's like what they definitely don't want to have. And if you are this type of guy, and if you this and that, I don't, please don't write me because I don't want that. So already, you know, they're sending out that negativity. They feel like, well, this is not never going to happen. So so in in and this is in one of the terms that comes off comes up quite often is like oh because my ex was such an uh, he was such a not, uh, narcissist so I don't want that anymore i didn't even understand what uh, being narcissistic, narcissistic is, really yeah. means truly believed yeah, because a lot of people, are, because even people come towards it's me very in, in the media term. business. It's a very
0: trendy term right now. Also. It's a Go very ahead.
1: trendy term in in I wasn't and specifically in media. You could tell that everybody is kind of narcissistic for, yeah. in, in its in, in its uh, roots. They're very narcissistic, and yeah. this is also like what you have to say. Everybody is narcissistic because it happens with the um, Nar- it's, narcissistic. It's, it's, it's part-
0: narcissistic.
1: Narcissistic. Narcissistic. Thank you, yes. narcissistic. Okay. Oh, here comes, uh, <laughs> um, narcissistic. Here comes, excuse my French. Narcissistic. There you go. Because the thing is, the, the, the thing is, um, I've been called uh, um, a narcissist quite. Narcissist, that's the right, right term? Narcissist? Narc-
0: uh, so, narcissist?
1: Um, yeah, narcissist. Or
0: narcissistic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've been I've been I've been called like a narcissist so many times, and I never really understood. And and seriously, I never understood why. And I think most of the time that was also like from a wrong perspective. Until a very good friend of mine uh, gave me the right lecture. She just gave me the right books, and it said it said uh, narcissism, 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 the the inner narcissism, narcissism. The, the 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 inner prison because to me um i mean this 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 term has been taken from that story about narcissist who narcissus. was so in, no Sorry. his name is narcissist <laughs> no his name is narcissist
0: narcissus narcissus yeah it's english okay say, what All what's right. the word in german why don't you just say the word in german let let our listeners learn something new
1: uh, the german word would be narcissist i to be like an uh, to be a narcissistic person is be like an yeah. a, a narcissist yeah um yeah. and 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 and, and Nazis, that's his that's the, the the name that we know about this guy that it was so in love with himself and that's what i never really understood when i had issues with somebody and somebody said like okay i'm uh i'm an uh, i'm a narcissist narcissist yes i felt like oh that's that's not true because i would never go as far that i would consider i even i was I had so many issues with myself that never occurred at the time saying that, oh, I'm so much better than others. They should understand that. I always felt misunderstood. And this is also part of this term that you are sometimes so self-centered that you really, and, and for so many reasons, because of some traumatic reasons or however, that you always have an issue communicating with other people. But I I was not ready to understand that because I always felt that people consider me being arrogant. That's that's what you also heard when you like someone in the media. And 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 so I never was capable of of having um a healthy approach to that until I realized that I started again to love myself or being more self-aware. Mm-hmm. Aware in terms of like, wow, okay, I'm 6'2. I have the tendency of being louder than others because that's what I grew up on. And then I had to understand that not everybody is capable of of, of coping that or even has not the privilege even of doing so. So this is what actually makes people feel uncomfortable and starting to, have, to fear you. That's something I wasn't aware because I always was rather pitying myself than being so much uh, uh complaining about that people wouldn't love me enough so it was oh, I, it was i, I was more that. in yeah but the thing is like i was i was more in pity so yeah. this is when i realized this is when i realized that um i really had to think of myself being self-aware self-love and this is a certain, that's that's of a certain, to a certain level it's selfishness because if you go on a if you see it like from a smart perspective because people always think Again what I even mentioned earlier that you will just get the most out of it when you op- when your opponent has nothing so that means that you have most of it mm, but yeah. but I mean this this term sharing this caring doesn't come from anywhere because like sometimes if you share joy it's twice as much joy as you had before and the same with with, with sorrows when you have an issue and you share that issue it becomes just half of an issue because you can deal with it much easier Mm-hmm. And this is where where people should see that selfishness in a healthy way, when you're open about what your intentions are and open to talk to people and, and leave this thing behind That Yeah, but if I'm open, this people could hurt me, that you are, will gain so much more out of it in my, from my perspective than really always fighting with each other because it's not worth it. Because yeah. in the end, what whatever we do and we're leaving about our footprints and all that, it will be vanished From Maybe not in 10 years or in 100 years, but trust me, in a million of years, who knows who will ever talk about the human race. So we should really appreciate and really do what makes us feel better. And I think that when people understand that uh, and and they get out of their angriness and being healthy, selfish, they will understand that in order to do something better for themselves, they should be aware that around them, people are also doing well, because then they will have less enemies, less stress, and less uh, uh, danger zones.
0: Yeah. That well, makes me really happy to hear you talk about all this stuff.
1: Yeah, it's, it's because like I it's can't weird. sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have to talk.
0: No, but it's like, like. Oh. Patrice, you've grown up so much these years.
1: It's yeah, I'm like old. Really that's nice. the, that's yeah. the expression.
0: <laughs> no, just like too grumpy at this point to have to do anything. I mean, like honestly, it's it's I love hearing you talk about this. And one of the, you know, even bigger reason is that you do have a large following. I hate the word following, followers. I am like, we're not a cult, but but you do have such a large following and you do have such a, a big impact on people. Like you are. You are well known in your, you know, in your country. But I feel like there are people here who know who you are as well. I mean, I think like it's it's really exciting to hear somebody who is a quote celebrity or in the media. In that. just
1: well, honey, just say I'm awesome. It's enough. <laughs> it's enough. I'll just say I'm awesome. I love no, that. no. You already
0: know this about yourself, right? So I don't uh, even need to hear it from me. <laughs> no but
1: thank you yeah thank you i appreciate that
0: no but it's like it's 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 nice to know that you you've got a very healthy sense of like a healthy understanding of it's you know we like to call it boundaries and and a big part of kind of like self-care it's like okay i know myself so well i love myself so much that i know this is bad for me or this person who's saying this particular thing that's no no that's i'm just gonna kind of keep that boundary up because it's like, I don't want to hurt myself because this person is triggering me in whatever way. And and just learning about your internal garden and making sure that you're taking care of it. And that's, yeah, I don't think that that's selfish at all. Um, I think, I also feel like people who call other people narcissists are usually narcissistic. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, I remember I remember hearing like, God, you're so selfish, but it's like, usually selfish people are the people who say that because they want more of your energy. And it's like, just because I'm not giving you my energy when you need it right away, like you're, you're they're on the opposite end of that spectrum, which is equally problematic because they're draining you of energy that you need for yourself. I mean, I, and, and I, I love what you said about just kind of communication. You know, it's like be honest with people even if it's difficult even if it feels vulnerable and even if you don't want to be honest with people just to kind of get to another place together then write it out you know figure it out on your own so that you can get comfortable because I mean there's a lot of people on this planet we're obviously here to kind of work with one another so it just makes no sense to uh you know get a little yeah but
1: sometimes but sometimes really um in Germany, we have the saying uh, "lieber lieber ein, Ende, uh, lieber ein Ende mit Schrecken als ein Schrecken ohne Ende," which means I prefer to have uh, an awful ending mm. than having something awful without an ending.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So sometimes it's it, this is what, I, what I'm saying. You really have to like figure out what's better for yourself. If yeah. you just If you just want to waste your time in in, in trying to, uh, just in order to appear nice to Uh, I mean, always still being being respectful, but sometimes it makes more sense just to tell a person like, well, listen, this is the issue that I'm having with you. And this is why I can't cope with you. And so I would prefer that maybe we go separate ways Um, because I just I just had an ex-girlfriend who just wanted to be nice. She wanted to be appear nice to everyone else because she came from a family where it was apparently important just to uphold a certain image. And she was so caught on it. I mean, she had she had an eating disorder because of that, because she wanted to appear for others. And and that became an issue within our relationship because um I would have expected her to be um with if she intends to be with me, that means that she would be intent with me. And also that and
0: oh, or wait you're cutting out.
1: Not only expected from me uh to do so uh hello 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 hello, hello, hello. go ahead go can ahead. you hear me i can hear I'm you here. can you hear me <laughs>
0: yes hello hello hello. okay
1: okay so so within this so within this relationship it really it became like very sickening and and the, the the issue was she wanted to maintain that relationship but i also didn't want it to give up because i didn't want it to be like the one who says um yeah i gave up on her but the thing is like just a certain amount i mean uh just to 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 um invest some time and all that that should be a natural thing but then it really takes also a good environment sometimes it's 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 okay not to be capable of doing things on your own and looking for help and i'm not really ask i'm not talking about a shrink sometimes it really takes some some friends or just like some some other people who can give you an overview of life and this that made it easy i mean what I'm just saying about the specific person, that's a person that, that is still dear to me, which I don't want to have in my life anymore. And I hope that we won't see each other anymore, just for the sake of it, because I know when I meet her, it's going to be emotional. It's going to be kind of a uh, painful. But in the end, um, it's OK, because I realized that it was better that we got separate ways for each other before going into this toxic relationship. And I'm not blaming her. I'm just really saying that it's the, it's the two of us, although that I was. I understand that she was trying to make uh, to, to make the best of the relationship for her uh, for her sake, and so did I for my part, but apparently it didn't really um, it didn't really fit and and understanding that and again saying like, okay what is it that I have so I assume that I have so many decades left on my life watch. So what is that going to do? Will I spend more time in order just to find something which is just going to be as important? I mean, this is the beauty of getting older. You, you are a certain degree ex, uh, experienced enough that you can say, like, well, there have been so many things that you would never would have expected. Yeah. Road rules just as one of the uh, examples. And 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 they happened. And even though they thought it's, it would never get better, it's never about goes on as long as it as long as you live and and so i had to make the 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 tough cut saying like okay it's a painful decision to say like okay this is the point where we are not going to go any further so i rather have a, a life full of um even if i'm by myself but at least i'm trying and this is i'm I'm doing an effort of m- optimizing my life than to convince someone who doesn't even want to be convinced yeah so this is something I cannot change, or this is not my duty to change that person. Yeah. I can talk to that person just to a certain level. I mean, it's always a matter of how, how resilient you are for yourself. But that was the point where I felt like, okay, this is this is too bad. So no matter how hard, harsh uh, it is, it's better off without it, and then it's good.
0: What do you think you learned from that experience?
1: nobody's perfect once again
0: yeah
1: and it's not about her it's not about me it just didn't fit and and yeah. and that's it i still yeah. wonder uh, with all the persons that out in my life even those bad persons um everyone uh, there's always a reason why someone is in your life i mean yeah i mean this is uh I mean, you are a mother, and specifically as a mother, you had to learn it the hard way. I mean, I recall that one time that we were in Chinatown in New York. And that was so funny. I always see that as a, uh, uh, as an example, what it means, like, while meeting someone who has like young children with them, uh, <laughs> you always have just a certain amount of um, uh, um, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, attention. Empathy? Uh oh, no, attention. Oh, yeah. You, yeah you just have a certain degree of attention because of course like your children comes first because you uh, you uh you you're raising them you've been investing so much time so the last thing is then it's just like to waste that investment so you do the best you can <laughs> as long as they need your help just to be with them so for yeah. someone from the outside you need to understand that this is this is what makes you as a person this is your priority and and to me it was funny I mean, the the last thing that I would do is being like, "Hey, listen, we we de- agree just to meet each other, so I want you to be a hundred percent there for me. So who who cares for your children? You know what I mean?" Yeah. Welcome and, to and the still-
0: working office of the American woman.
1: The right, <laughs> and but not only American woman. And, yeah, I, and, everywhere. But but I yeah. but I still remember, but I still remember that moment that we had in New York as a pleasant uh, afternoon, yeah. and because I accepted your position. And took myself a bit out of the equation and that made it so, and that made it to me really so pleasant.
0: Oh yeah. I I remember that day pretty well. Yeah. I mean, there's no, your attention is totally wrapped up in these two little people, like literally just like to keep them from dying. Like that's the only, like, you don't even care if they're happy at most points. You're like, just don't, you know, just keep, you know, like, let's make sure that you're eating food and that it's coming out the other side. Like that's right.
1: That's also weird, that's also like weird.
0: <laughs> I know, Well, you're experiencing this now, right?
1: Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, seriously, like all of a sudden, like how, how number two has become so important. Oh yeah, he doesn't wanna go. This is, this is, it's just amazing, it just freaks me out. And then you have like other people say like, well listen, people are complaining the minute that I'm farting, yeah. if I, nobody takes, nobody <laughs> pays attention when I am having a shit. But once you're a baby, you got all the attention you want for all these things that are consider, considered to be awful. I know, and you get excited by them. You're like, "Oh," yeah.
0: and you smell their butts, and you're like, "Oh, you have got a poopy! Good job!" Oh,
1: ooh, that's a good Maybe. one. Oh, that's a smelly one. Oh, awesome. <laughs> no,
0: it's it's just funny when, yeah, it's I'm I'm really glad that they're older. <laughs> I guess I would say, but uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 interesting. Just kind of going back to what we we're saying about changing. I was almost thinking like, even if you did see this person, it might not be as emotionally charged. Maybe there's experiences that she had where she's been able to kind of evolve past that experience and hopefully learn something from it. I mean, again, that's not under anyone else's control except for her, but you never know, like so many things change. And I was even going to say like with parenting, like parenting, it's it's easier now and it's harder. Because it's like, it's less of the like physical, make sure you're not hurt and, you know, don't have a fever or whatever and not throwing up. And more of the like, is everything okay with you? You know, no, you can't play Minecraft right now. That's, it's just like a different kind of. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's all Minecraft. Oh my
1: God. When, you, when you say that you're in the phase where you get a lot of eye rolling, I think that's something that people can relate to uh, without having any specific stars. Yeah, see? That's... And it
0: like, it, you heard, I mean, you heard that entire mess. Like I le- so everybody listening, <laughs> I left Patrice a message the other day and my kids were literally making fun of me in the background. Did you catch all of that? I don't even know if you, they were basically just like making fun of me.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. But that's what kids are all about. And the thing is, like, it's great because, like, they just give you a chance just to remind uh, yourself (laughs) about yourself.
0: I know. It's totally humbling. It's like, I mean, sometimes I'll get really mad. And then I'm like, oh, but that's my unhealed child (laughs) responding. And I have to kind of, like, go in the other room and, like, relax. But they, yeah, they're so, I mean, and we also, we live in a very teasing household. Like Alan definitely set that uh, that bar very high. So we're we're a very like we're always slinging shit at one another. <laughs> like we're always joking or going off. I mean in a loving way usually.
1: So you so you're basically a Berliner. So that's what you're trying to tell me.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I can. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, that's that's probably why I can hang um but yeah it's it's so it's so good to talk to you like for more than like three seconds i feel like the only time we get to talk a lot really is just when one of us is in the other country which obviously is not happening for a while
1: yeah but- it's funny but i don't even know when will be the next time that i make it to the u.s for some reason uh, i mean this 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 lockdown or the last lockdown that we are going through right now which is well is getting a bit of ease um
0: I thought so my yeah. I talked to my sister today and I was like, what should I ask Patrice? And she was like, Ask him if Germany's going back into lockdown. She heard that Germany was going back into lockdown.
1: No, we are in the lockdown, but not as not as severe as as the U.S. at this point. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of envy. There's a lot of envy happening right now. It's like you know, this is again like where you feel society is really kind of weird, like on a global scale. I mean, people went uh, were demonstrating that they didn't want it to be forced to be uh, uh, to get a vaccination. Now people are mad because there's not enough vaccine, and <laughs> you know, it's, it's true. <laughs> then whatever. No, there's, yeah. this one, there's this one. There's one politician. Uh, there was like one politician in Germany, uh, a mayor, a mayor of a, a small city, and he got himself uh, vaccinated, and then people sued him because he was too young to be vaccinated. Um, oh and then you have uh, our, ch- then you have our chancellor who got vaccinated, and people feel like, oh yeah, she's just pretending. It's not even the real vaccine in there. So there's always someone who has something <laughs> to say about it. It's, uh, it's, it's, it, it's weird and. and it was it was good for the rest of the world making fun of the us i mean not not i don't mean it disrespectful it's awful for all those people who uh, okay. who died um for my but but i mean it's it's uh, for one for one moment it was like oh, america is the worst uh, nation in the world who's handling dealing with corona and now it's like how come that the americans are so good in vaccinate and uh, vaccinating because you see really that feel that, that that urge of the rest of the world being like hey wait a minute the americans used to be the dumbest <laughs> people on the planet now all of a sudden they're going they're coming through with the sexy nation. That's right. I know. What is that? They're doing that. We're doing wrong. See you later,
0: suckers. Uh, <laughs> Here, buy some more coconut. Uh,
1: so, uh, yeah, we already. We Here, already here's did some more Netflix. Mac- <laughs> uh, see, Netflix, for instance, is also kind of a, a cultural imperialism that is happening.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Ooh, something that you.
0: I like that word. That's a great phrase cultural imperialism. That's true. Yeah, but that's what it is.
1: That's what it yeah. is. I mean, this is this is uh this has also been like a, a very interesting uh perspective that the Americans have when it comes to this whole thing with Meghan and Harry and, and oh, the, yeah. the monarchy. And because yeah. the thing is, I got I got criticized. I did a post on my Instagram account where you see Queen Elizabeth in a car and somebody uh, uh photoshopped a gun in her hand, and it says, um, when you when you spend thirty-two million pounds for the the wedding of your grandson and your uh, and, and your stepdaughter, uh, starts bitching uh, about you. And uh, his bitching wife about bitching you about on, on you television. Oprah. <laughs> exactly. So straight out of Windsor. <laughs> that's
0: what
1: I. That's that's the thing that I added, and I also like put like this one song, uh, this music on, on in the background, "Bang Bang" by Dr. Dre. Um, and it was funny that a blonde, blue-eyed TV host criticized me and saying, like, well, listen, this is not a good one because, like, you know, you have to imagine that she got uh, some mental issues because she was – um uh, because people have been treating her uh, in, in a racist way. Well, and, it, and it was what? like – and I was like, seriously, I seriously, are you trying to tell me what it's like to be uh, treated uh, by racists? Is that truly what you're going for? Not really. Apparently, she was not capable of seeing like the the whole picture because of the thing is like, why would I make fun of Megan for that matter by uh, displaying this picture of Queen Elizabeth? Because I would understand if somebody says like that's very disrespectful. To how it's the Queen. She is not a gangster. It's was like, well, <laughs> maybe not, but it's. That's how I see it because the thing is, it's it's funny that so many people are shocked about oh there's racism in the UK. It was like, well listen, the UK has been oh built. Yes. The whole I monarchy know. is built on on the exploitation of the rest of the world and all this imperialism. God. I mean, Americans when they talk about the Boston Tea Party, it's exactly about that. So, so I understand. So I, I was like very shocked that people would consider it from that from that perspective. That's but it's a matter of perception.
0: Yeah. I mean what
1: what's yeah, I, I, I almost for, like if, I, No wait, no, this is the, the story that I actually wanted to say because I started with Netflix imperialism. Oh yeah. Um there's this one thing there's this one there's this one thing happening right now dead which is a good thing. Uh, Netflix, not only Netflix, also like Amazon has this thing that over here in Germany what they expect you to do is when there is a black character that wants you uh, they, they want productions here in Germany just to make sure that it's also been spoken ideally by a black person
0: you mean so, like voiceover work?
1: yeah for like, voiceover because oh, we like have voiceovers. cartoons and stuff yeah now, not only cartoons also like TV shows we regularly yeah. have like TV shows of course through through Netflix now you have the you have the chance also to see things in the original version yeah. uh, but uh, but usually most of the stuff over here gets up more than 50 up to 60% of the people over here enjoy rather adopt version than uh, the original okay, version okay, okay. because it's of the like lang- uh, because of the language yeah but i no, it's weird for you but now <laughs> you have Netflix and Amazon coming up with the thing and saying like yeah we would like we would like it's a good thing they want to support like a black community but first and foremost a, a country a nation as germany doesn't have the same history as america meaning that we don't have such a variety of black actors as we would have in america in america it makes absolutely sense well we need a black guy where to find them well um atlanta uh or la or pretty much every big city um it's a different thing in Germany. And, and Wait, again, are you getting
0: voiceover work? Are you the only um, black actor? In no, your-
1: I'm not. I'm not the only black. D- but we have these issues, and apparently somebody said, "Okay, this could be your time," because uh, apparently they're looking now more for black. Guys. It's it's an advantage, and I'm and I'm happy about it if it leads to some jobs. But yeah. the, it, but at the same level, to me, it's like very and it, it, it's it's stupid because the thing is like. I mean, I understand, I understand, but, but I understand that a black person, uh, a black person in New York might speak differently than a black person in Tennessee.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And, You've got and, 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 also, and also to me that's a side. that's a, that's some sorts of like racism and even being stupid if you feel if you feel offended if a black person speaks as a white person not because they uh, they want to because they've just been they've been right, raised like that because they're yeah. also those type of black people and it's over here the same thing mm-hmm. because to my belief the the, the 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 slang that you have it's a matter of your environment but not of your dna yeah. If I've course. been raised in a white environment, chances are that I might talk just the same way as they would and, and vice versa. So I don't feel yeah. offended if some white guys are, are speaking more slang than I would because it's, it has to do with the uprising. To me, yeah. this is like using my brain. Yeah. So coming up with the ideas like, yeah, we'd rather have black people dubbing black person. The big question that I'm having is why exactly? Like, thank you. I take the job. Uh, give me the money. But at the same time, this is, this is a stupid approach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a bandaid. It's like a, maybe everyone will be happy if we do this. That's what it feels like, which is like insulting in a way.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, but, but at the same time, uh, look, if you don't have, that resources on Mm -hmm. on talented because dubbing it's it's a profession you know it takes it's take it take years just to be on that level so it's not that like from one day to another you will find like great talents that are capable of doing so and let's let's say there's this one show let's say that there's this movie black panther and you just want all all actors being uh, dubbed by we don't we definitely will not Find enough black actors <laughs> who are capable of dubbing in germany to dub <laughs> a whole black panther movie so what would happen you would take people who are not qualified but at least black yeah and then you and then you realize that the movie sucks in its <laughs> german version so so maybe people would be not really into watching that movie because i feel like yeah the dubbing was really stupid the movie was stupid i like the whole i didn't like the voices and all that so uh because somebody wanted to have some black people having a job here in germany people in america wouldn't get uh uh, maybe like an uh, another gig because people were so disappointed internationally and they said like well now apparently people are not so much into like black stories you know what i mean
0: god this is just fascinating i kind of wish my my co-host jermaine was here because he's trying to get into voiceover work now god if he could just speak german he would have a ton of work
1: he would a ton of work ton <laughs> of work i'm telling you yeah oh if my he god. qualified enough that would be awesome <laughs> not even for myself the The thing is like again you just mentioned it it's all about the band i thing. i mean it's yeah. it's good to have something that you can that you can identify that you can look to it to, ha- to at least have a vision just as many people always said um i mean some people said also that that one of the reasons that barack obama succeeded is because people at least could um could imagine what a black president would look like now that they've seen a morgan freeman an extinction level event or <laughs> that they've seen this black president in 24. It's true. No, you, you, it's true. you might laughing but yeah. this is no, what this I is agree.
0: what you know we'll this be
1: at what the B- had in mind did you ever see that show VEEP? No, I heard just I just heard about it.
0: Yeah. So you know, it. having a female vice president. And, oh yeah, a Dreyfus. Yeah, just even seeing. It's like it's always it's always feels good. I mean, here's the here's the bottom line. Anything in media, anything in media is programming. And it's programming not just in the television sense of the word, but it is programming you culturally. And it's, uh, you know, it is creating the culture. Our media creates the culture.
1: Companies need to understand that diversity is a chance to improve everything. It is not an, it it is, it's a chance. It's not an opportunity. The minute that you see it as an opportunity, it will backlash because it's not working. Best example Mm -hmm. for that, Star Wars. The minute that they tried to be mm. so multi so so into all the demographics and pretty much like shown the middle finger to like the the foundation of the Star Wars cult, the fans, yeah. it was not about the content, the story, but it was at least make sure that you have all the demographics being represented so that at least they can buy enough merchandise. <laughs> and it almost and it almost killed Star Wars. Uh, Fortunately, there have been other uh, outputs as like the Mandalorian TV show, which actually uh, was made by-
0: interesting that you say that because we never watched Star Wars in our house until I never watched Star Wars because I was not like super interested in it. And then Alan never watched it because, you know, he's like, whenever I ask Alan if he's seen a movie from the 80s or the 70s or even the 90s, he's like, why would I want to see that movie? It's just a bunch of white people. (laughs) And I was like, oh, Okay. So we just didn't watch those movies in our household. And then like, for us, when we're showing movies to our kids, we want them to see Asian people on TV, for sure. Crazy,
1: crazy rich Asians. I understand. Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) they're (laughs) too young for that movie, but, but like, you know, it's, it's, it makes a difference. I mean, my my kids are already experiencing racism. I I I don't know, but I I haven't even really been watching a lot of TV or movies lately. I don't I don't know why. I think I just I know the impact TV has had on me, so I have to stay away from it for the most part because it it just gets to be a little too weird. And I I think almost going back to what we first talked about, it's like for me I I went into to the television business well well I never really quite made it into the business I tried but it never really took me in um like I I went to college for it because because I watched a lot of it you know it's like yeah I love the craft of it and I love I love editing and I love all that stuff but it definitely you know it was because I spent so much time watching TV and like I didn't understand the separation and it's like it took a long time for me to kind of wrap my head around this idea of seeing someone on tv and like elevating them and then um, not really being able to relate to them in a way because it's like a celebrity or you know that person they're almost they become like an object so there's not really a sense of connection but now it's different it's like as a celebrity it's like you have to connect with people through social media, like in personal ways, now in Clubhouse, like you're actually speaking to people and it's just kind of completely changed the way we, re- I mean, not, it hasn't changed the way we see celebrities, but I mean, I'm also thinking about what you were talking about when you went to MTV and you saw those people in the hallway and how they were like super psyched to like audition in a hallway. And it's like, there is just this this thirst for celebrity culture. And I think that's a very—I don't know if it's exclusively American. It, it feels similar. Oh, no, it's, like, it's a human.
1: It's a human desire. Thing.
0: It's like it feels similar to almost how people regard the royals. And the royals kind of it seems know that, you know, like they're a TV—they're kind of like the TV show, the, the favorite TV show of the people. So it's like, when do we stop, kind of, you know, putting our attention on others and really kind of start like pulling it back and and focusing it inwardly? I mean, again, like I. I think knowing you in my life was a really exciting thing for me to see what it's like without having to kind of go through it myself. But like, especially when I was in Germany with you and like your group of friends and they were, I think it was when we were in Hamburg and they were all like actors or like they had been on soap operas and stuff and, and just walking around with the group of you. And, and just seeing how people kind of respond to this group of like models slash actors just walking down the street was so super cool to me at the time. And I remember just feeling like I had like a like a backstage pass. <laughs> it was like I didn't have to experience being a celebrity, but I could sort of watch how you guys went through it or how you were experiencing it. And um, And that was enough for me. But.
1: Yeah, but I think it's a it's a matter of an approach. And so the thing is, like you, you, at least you have more of a of a choice than before. But by the way, we just talked now for almost two hours, just yes. letting you know that. I know, I was like and, I
0: usually will start going. And, and as we just
1: mentioned, the queens. Let, let me, for my part, at least like finish with with a fun fact that I just discovered. <laughs> uh, the queen owns two of the largest diamonds ever found. The first, known as the Great Star of Africa, is mounted on her scepter. The other, known as the second star of Africa, is mounted on her crown. Both were discovered, entrepreneurs, stolen in South Africa and are worth $5 billion. So just a matter of what the monarchy in the UK or in, the, in Great Britain stands for.
0: They're not thieves. They're yeah. Not
1: and this is, and by the way, this is also... My best friend, of whom uh, who has that, that child of of whom I'm the godfather, yeah. Um, she she's like 39, and she hasn't grown. I mean, she has a real job, and she hasn't been. She she didn't grow up with the same pop culture as I did or as we did. And it's funny because like one time I I, I showed her uh, Indiana Jones: Writers of the Lost Ark, the first one, because I felt like, well, wow, this is one of the movies you need to to see because this is, uh, it's historic, it's one of the best movies ever. Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford, you know, it's a great uh, Lucas, uh, blah 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 blah. So, <laughs> only like in, within the first five minutes, she was like, well, apparently just men. That was the first thing she said. <laughs> uh, and and a little okay. bit further. Yeah, a little bit further, and she came up with the thing is, uh, well, listen, well, it's it's interesting how normal it seems to have been, uh, according to what I just said about the Queen, how easy is how, how normal it was for people just to, to go into uh, foreign uh, countries and, and seal their belongings just in order to put them in their museums. Yeah, And I was like, well, uh, well, that's you see. That's not the well, it's not the approach that I would go for that movie, <laughs> although you're right, although she's
0: it, totally right,
1: and the thing is and the thing is just to come back to what we started, I think this is this is what I mean um because uh this is also like to seem seems to be like a big thing in America uh right now cancer culture is something that's happening also like over here for some reason um I think it's 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 about to find the middle because she's absolutely right. I don't think that Indiana Jones single-handedly is the, the evil of everything, mm-hmm. but I think it's good to have those kind of exchanges because it let me still enjoy that movie and still consider it as one of the movies that, um, build my, yeah. my, my, my world of entertainment, but it is good to have someone like her who showed me, um, what it, this exactly meant and without spoiling my experience with that movie mm. so if one day i be, i'd be in that position watching that movie maybe with that with that culture uh, with my godson for that matter i will have two perspectives that i can give him and who knows to what this will lead afterwards in terms of like understanding why this movie has been made and i think in in the end it will be something that will educate him far more and therefore that's a win not a lose
0: absolutely absolutely Well, oh, patrice this was so good talking to you thank you so much for giving me two hours <laughs> on a saturday
1: yeah i have to get I still get some groceries so i um yeah, yeah oh was, god yeah think.
0: it's late well Thank you so much for, for joining me today. And Thank uh, you. You're so welcome. And Patrice, I will leave. Um, Patrice is all over Instagram and everything else. Are there any things that you're working on now that you want to like promote?
1: Work? Are you kidding me? We all expect just the things to be, well, It's uh, uh, there will be no normal. But no, I think it's like I'm still, uh, I, I still haven't really figured out that whole TikTok thing. And I always, I just, <laughs> seriously, I feel like, I do like for one or two days and then afterwards I feel like, no, I, I'm not talented enough for it. But, uh, <laughs> no, like social media, there's nothing really that I, I have to s- say anything else. I'm just trying to, just trying to do my thing. And then we do see nothing, nothing on the international uh, platform yet on the German thing. Not we'll yet. see about that. Not, uh, yet. not <laughs> yet. Not yet.
0: All right. My love. Well, again, thank you so much. Um, and I'm sure we will have you back on. Hope so.
1: Yeah. Well, take care. And say hi to the
0: fam. I will. Nice to be in orbit. Hey everybody. Thank you so much. Wow. An hour and 28 minutes. You're a freaking trooper. Thank you so much for tuning in and for sticking around. Um, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Now, those are two people who really love to talk. Yeah, just in case you couldn't figure that one out. I mean, it is Patrice's job, really, to talk. To talk to cameras, to talk to people. So that's fitting. And obviously, you already know, I love talking. Anyway, it was so nice to catch up with him. And, you know, I really have to say I appreciate the fact that we have completely different perspectives on so many things. Um, And I love that, you know, we form these relationships with people in our lives, you know, that can last this long. Um, Especially people we don't get to see that often. So, thank you for witnessing my connection with my friend. I hope that some of it brought you some joy because it brought us some joy. So take care and I'll see you next week.